Each week, millions of people around the world download the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess on their favorite device. The sad thing is, they never get to see what our bodies look like. Well, all that's about to change, James, because we're doing our first ever live show. That's right. On Friday, June 22nd, we'll be taking the stage at Toronto's Bad Dog Theater for our first ever live show. And just like the podcast, we'll have some fun segments, interesting guests, silly games, and all sorts of special surprises. Plus, there's a bar serving beer, wine, and spirits if you need to wet your whistle. Like, this sucks. No, it's good. What I wrote is good. The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess live in Toronto, June 22nd at the Bad Dog Theater. For tickets, visit baddogtheater.com. Welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? I am one of your hosts, I am Landlord James. And I am the other host, and I am Tenant Michael. Good to see you, James. We had uh, a week off, a rare week without a new episode. Yeah, um, I was up for it, but uh, we had some plumbing issues at, at the building. The building was flooded, um, not just in the basement, but every floor. Somehow every floor. Um, the I was afraid the floors were going to give way and the whole building would collapse. But uh, luckily, uh, she she's made of stern stuff, the, the building, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, it's probably better for me if the building does collapse, just insurance-wise, etc. But... Um yeah, I mean, I'm glad for you that it didn't, I guess. Thank you. Although there, there, is, there was a bit of a smell, a lot of mold, and there was a, literally a river of feces outside my mm-hmm. door, uh, which was not something I uh, was looking uh, to, to live beside. It's like the shining meets, uh, you know, t- a bad uh, stomach, right? Yes. Well put. Mm. Wow. Well, sorry about that, I guess, but, you know, the perils of being a renter. Renters out there who listen will know that that's just the way it is. Yes, yeah. Can't, um, can't do much about that. How uh, how was your week, Mike? Or your two weeks? Two. I had two weeks. That's right. Oh my god, vacation. Uh, but not really though, because I had to keep working. Um, yeah, things are okay. I'm enjoying, the, really loving the warm weather. Um, but a peculiar thing happened to me uh, just the other day. Now you know, James, that I am a big uh, fruit guy. Right, I love yeah. eating fruits. Not so big on veggies, but uh, I love fruits. I love, uh, let's see here, apples. I love uh, peaches, grapes, and pears. Uh, I love uh, cherries and strawberries. Basically, we all get ba- it. All we like fruit. Yes, but to me, the king of all fruits is the banana. Oh, a um, sort of royal um, fanfare for uh-huh. the banana. Well, there I was the other day. I was at work on a break in the break room. I work at the CN Tower gift shop. Not the one at the top of the CN Tower. Not the one on the main level, but the one far beneath the CN Tower. And uh, I sat down in the break room with my bunch of bananas to to eat as a... Bunch of bananas? Yeah, I sat down with my bunch of bananas to eat as a snack because I love bananas so much. And... 
Well, you hear about this happening in the news every now and then, but you never expect it to happen to you. There I was peeling my third or fourth banana when out from the bunch jumped a tarantula. And you should have heard me scream. What? So... I shrieked, I jumped up on a chair. A tarantula? Yes, well, you see, because... Where'd you get the bananas? Bana- oh, I bought them at the No Frills, which... Well, um, that's for, your first problem. For our non-Toronto listeners, No Frills is... Uh, well, how would I describe it? It's a, a place for people like Mike to get groceries. People like me go to Pusateri's. Well, it's a lower-priced um, yeah. grocery chain, uh, and like it says, there are no frills. You don't have, you know, the sorts of uh, bells and whistles you find at uh, more upscale grocery stores. Anyway... Bananas grow in tropical climates. Guess who else lives in tropical climates? Creepy crawly spiders, tarantulas. Anyway, the uh, my uh, manager came in and shooed the little devil away and uh, put him in sort of a paper bag and threw him in the garbage. Why so, didn't you do this? You're a man. You're well, a I told adult. you I was screaming and I was on a chair and I was... I was just uh, mortified and I was terrified and I uh, didn't want to get bitten by that tarantula because they're full of poison. Full of poison. Well, um... So I didn't finish my bunch of bananas that uh, that lunch break. Yeah, I, hopefully this doesn't traumatize your experiences with, with bananas uh, going forward. Hopefully, hopefully, because as I said earlier, they are, to me, the king of fruit. Mm. How was your week, I though, James? Settling. I hope you didn't have any run-ins with any poisonous insects or animals or... No, of course not. Okay. Um, I had a pretty good couple weeks, mostly chilled out, um, you know, drove the convertible around, um, what else? Oh, I, um, actually this was sort of cool, um, like my family knows the guy who runs Canada's Wonderland, and if you're a listener in the United States or the Philippines, the, the Canada's Wonderland is like six flags for Canada. Yeah, I think that's fair to Six say. Six Flags of the Canadian Twist. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was pretty cool. So they're, they haven't opened up Canada's Wonderland yet, but they brought uh, me and some of my buddies in, and we got to go on all the rides before it actually opened, and we, sort of before all the kids had a chance to go on. Right. So it was kind of fun just for us to get a full day there and everything for free, no lines, and S- sounds no very kids v- running around. Like a VIP experience, sort of. Well, it was kind of nice because, you know, I'm, my life, you know, can does have its, you know, tough things that pop up. So it was nice to, I felt like I kind of earned a treat. So, you know, I went in the Vortex. I went in the Canadian, Mighty Canadian Mind Buster. Um, Did you go on uh, The Bat? Now, to me, just saying that word, the, the bat, I, the hairs are standing up on the back of my neck because it's so scary. I went on the bat. I did E before I went on it, so it was a really kind of almost sexual experience. Um, really? Again, no stupid kids or around or, you know, enjoying, the, like, you know, sort of going wee. It was just us, me and seven other men in their mid to late 30s So you were all on drugs and wearing chains so you and only men did some ecstasy and went on on rides at wonderland and you said it was like a sexual experience so i hear all that combined and i'm thinking what well you did know you have I'm an saying. erection on the bat and i hate using that word i did and um i'm gonna say that it's an experience that's worth trying so if you anyone that's out there thinking of going to wonderland this summer papa viagra Wait, you did Viagra as well? Yep. 
My yeah, God. I don't know what I did. I don't. It was good that the park was empty in a lot of ways. Thank God. Um, I was a madman. We'll leave it at that. Well, uh. we had quite different uh, experiences during our week off, didn't we, James? Yes, that is true. Um, so we had a fun segment to do before we bring in our high-profile guest. We do have a fun segment, and this is a very popular segment. The first time we did it, it was so popular, and we we, we received such a deluge of fan mail that we thought, you know what, we're going to do it again. Um, but it is a controversial segment, and mostly that's due to the name of the segment. I'm, I'm going to say it. If there are any little ones uh, listening right now, parents, maybe cover their ears. Uh, Keep them away from James, especially if he has an erection. Um, This is a segment called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Presents Brain Farts. And it's just a sort of carefree, lighthearted look at uh, moments from my life and James's life where we've had that little brain fart moment where, you know, we've, we've all experienced that, right, James? Oh, you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. Right. And it also has two theme songs. I wrote a theme song that I thought was very good. We'll play it right now. Brain, brain farts. farts. I love that Boring. version. No, a lot of people like that, but a lot of people surprisingly also liked um, James' My intro. His more ribald intro for sort of um, I don't know teenagers who are smoking in in the bathroom, and we'll play James's theme right now. Brain, brain farts. I love that. That is... Oh, I love it. Disgusting. Can't stand it. It's for people who aren't prudes. People who have a sense of humor, Mike. Right? Well, I have a sense of humor, and I'm not... No, you don't. not a prude, so... Yes, you are. Anyway, I'll do... uh, I'll do the first brain fart, if you don't mind, James. Oh, fart away. All right. Uh, So this week, I had that experience, and tell me if you can relate, where I was in the living room, and uh, I needed to get something from the bedroom, and I walked into the bedroom, and as soon as I got there... I, I forgot why I, I I entered the room, and I forgot what I was looking for. <laughs> now, to me, that's a classic brain fart. They say that just walking through a doorway can sort of reset your uh, your mental chemistry, and it, it can make you forget what you're doing. Fascinating, Mike. Yeah, brain fart, number one. Uh, my first brain fart was that um, I was playing golf um, at the Devil's Pulpit up in Caledon, uh, again on uh, Viagra. And um, while I was playing golf, I pulled up my driver, hit a beautiful uh, shot down the fairway, and this is so and this is so funny. The golf ball hit a robin, a beautiful red robin, and it exploded. Brain fart. Jesus. So I mean, I'm not sure that qualifies as a brain fart. That just sounds like a horrible well bout of or bad timing for it, that robin. It felt but, like a brain fart because I didn't. I didn't intend to do that, but... but uh, And you were on Viagra. Yeah, myself and the other guys were on Viagra, and we, were ha- we had a laugh, so... Well, did, were you erect when you Mike. destroyed the bird? Yeah, what do you think you take that for? But, All right. Besides the point. Anyway. Strangest brain fart I've ever heard. Um, here's on a more lighthearted note, here's my second brain fart. I was at the, the uh, Timothy's World Cafe the other day getting... Uh, an Americano, which is the type of coffee I, I love the most. And um, has this ever happened to you? The barista said, enjoy your coffee, sir. And I said, without thinking, you too. 
Now, now this guy wasn't drinking coffee. He was just selling me a coffee. And I just went, brain fart. And we both had a, a nice laugh at the uh, coffee shop. Now, has that ever happened to you, James? No. And I doubt he laughed as well. That's not... He did laugh. He laughed pretty hard. Harder than me. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, my second brain fart is the other night I drank an entire 40-ounce bottle of vodka by myself. Brain fart. Oh, my God. That would, that would kill me if I did that. Uh, it was such a brain fart to do that. So what, you didn't realize you were doing it at, at the time, or you... Yeah, I mean, I definitely realized I was starting, but I didn't really realize I kept going. It was just a, a classic brain fart. Um, All right, I mean... James Heads out there will know what I'm talking about. Okay, um, well, my third and final brain fart. <clears throat> um, now this, I can't believe I did this. I feel so silly. But um, you know the neighborhood... Uh, where we record here, where I live, James, the the neighborhood that uh, contains the building you own. Um, the other day, I left to go to work, and I was accidentally wearing blue, an outfit with blue in it. Okay. Brain fart. Why? Well, I'll tell you why it was a brain fart, James. Because um, I wore blue in this neighborhood, and of course, with all the gang warfare going on in this neighborhood, this neighborhood's controlled by the Bloods. So they see me strolling down the street in my blue outfit, and suddenly I get uh, get cornered by these big dudes, and they're yelling at me and screaming at me and ripping my blue outfit to shreds and uh, giving me quite a warning, and I was uh, very, very scared. Brain fart! That is a bad brain fart. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, you should know not to do that in this neighborhood. Lots of gangs. Uh, my last brain fart is um, I tried to contact my son, Pavel, but I forgot that I'm not allowed to. Oh, that is a brain fart. Now, you yeah. might want to give some uh, background, uh, put that in context for our listeners, maybe. Oh, yeah. His mother's dating Putin, and he's sort of taken over the reins of fathership, and I'm basically fine with it. Well, Putin phoned you and warned you to... Back off. To not contact well, we your son. told each other. It was kind of a mutual alpha male meeting of the minds. Mm, he pretty much laid down the law, yeah. and you sort of submitted to him. I laid will. down the law, too, and said, yeah, you know, I want that, too. So it's fine. But, um, so did, def- you, did you actually get to speak to him? or My son? No, I, I just wanted... I, I had a momentary, you know, moment of thinking, oh, I should, you know, see how Pavel's doing. And then I was mm. like, oh, nope, nope. <laughs> Can't do that. Now, can I ask you this question? Mm-hmm. When the thought struck you that, oh, I'd love to talk to my son, were you on Viagra? No, Mike. All right. Get your head out of the gutter. Well, two of your stories so far today have involved the use of Viagra. So, you know. Well, lots of my stories. Forgive me. Because I take it every day. Um well, that's a good. That sounds good. Shall we? Let's wrap up that segment. Um, let's wrap it up and put a bow on it. <laughs> And uh, so, again, we'll play the two competing theme songs for this segment. Here's my theme song for Brain Farts. Brain Brain Farts. Farts. And here's mine. Brain Brain Farts. Ooh, yuck. 
Um, well, why don't we take a break now and come back with our guest? Sounds good, James. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, everybody! Hope you uh, enjoyed the little break we had. Uh, It's time for this week's guest. I'm excited, James, aren't you? Yes, very, very excited. This week's guest is uh, a first in a couple of ways. He's our first Guelpher. He's from Guelph, Ontario. And he's also our first uh, bona fide music expert. Please welcome this week's guest, Vish Khanna. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Michael. Uh, James, it's... uh it smells. The, the apartment smells. It does smell, yes. What is that smell? It is horrible. Why does it smell? What you're smelling is mold, uh, damp. It's black mold, a little bit of white mold. Uh, because feces, too. A little, a little sprinkle of feces there as well, because the, uh, the why, building... Why does it smell <clears throat> like all of these smells? The building was flooded uh, oh. last week because of a plumbing problem that a certain someone... Didn't tend to, and it got worse and worse, and um, James is the worst landlord. <laughs> this is uh, something I've discovered by listening to your show. James, this is deplorable. I can't believe you would do this to your tenants. Well, and I feel the same way about the tenants, to be honest. There's a lot of complaining going on. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting things thrown at me from a lot of angles. It's not... It's tough when you're a landlord and you inherit a building, you know, because I inherited an old building. So okay. it's like, what... You know what I mean? That's not that easy to think. It's the hardest thing in the world. Uh, it is. Among the things that are being thrown at you, are any of them clumps of feces? Because that, that seems like it would be appropriate, given your conduct. Well, symbolically, verbally, Mike throws feces at me every day. No, no. You you don't want me to throw feces at you, James. I'm just waiting for the day to literally throw feces at you instead of just using words. It's just a horrible smell. Like, it's overpoweringly bad. Mm. This can't be healthy, Mike. It's not healthy, and I know that because the city health department came in and told me it's not healthy. Uh, opening the windows does nothing to uh, to make it smell nicer. Yeah, it's just the worst. But anyway, all this to say, I, I hate to be a, a, an unpleasant guest. Oh, no, please. But uh, thank you so much for having me on your show, which currently smells bad. Would you like some Febreze? Not currently. Is that something I can ingest? How would that work? No, I could spray you or I could could spray spray the area. Are you suggesting that I smell? No, 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 no. Please don't spray me with Febreze. Way to insult our guest, Mike. By the way, if you have Febreze in reserve, what are you holding it for at this point? I mean, I would think at this point Febreze would be... A nice welcome change. Febreze, don't come cheap, as the old saying goes. And uh, You might have just uh, got yourself a sponsor, Febreze. Have you thought about that for your show? You know what? We should contact the good people at Febreze. If you're listening, please get in touch. Uh, but no, I'd just like to, to you know, start over again with you. I sure, wasn't suggesting sure, that, sure. that you smelled. It is the apartment that smells because of the uh, the recent uh, flooding we've had. So, and yeah. it stinks even before the flooding. Admit that. True. I have to say, I'm very surprised to see both of you sitting at the same table mm-hmm. in this apartment. Because just listening to the show, I assumed you would each be in your own respective isolation booth. Because the rancor between oh. you is palpable. I would love right. that. I call I call this table where we record the octagon. Because it reminds me of uh, UFC, MMA fighting. Because we're always going at each other. And it is a bit of a blood sport. Um, but no, the goal is... For us to get our own sort of recording booths to sort of 
I would love to record this show at like an Abbey Road type studios or a Electric Ladyland or something, but we simply don't have the resources. Sure. Sure. Well, I wasn't um, even referring to the technical aspects. I just mean the fact that you two can sit beside each other. Mm-hmm. It's actually a feat of strength, frankly. Just given, am I not? Am I incorrect? Do you not just totally loathe one another? Yeah. I mean, you know, it goes from day to day for me. Sometimes I think James is is wonderful. The other times I wish he was dead and screaming and, you know. Honestly, for me, I don't think about Mike. And I I guess I do this podcast as some sort of, like, my way to give back to the building. Um, I don't think I think about Mike enough to get really mad. That's my feeling. So wait a minute. Your way of giving back to the building is to record a podcast, not to deal with the various issues, structural and yeah, yeah, plumbing. You're okay. getting a good uh, glimpse into okay. James's brain right now, and uh, I, well, I can see you're frowning. We so you do don't it like for it. free. I mean, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, yeah. it's a service. I will say it's somewhat nice to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Huh. Well, now that we have all of that yeah. out of the way, yeah. we've covered a lot of ground mm-hmm. already without even really starting. Um, so. We're, we wanted to talk to you because you're known in Canada for being a guy. You love music. Uh, that is fair to say, yes. You've played in bands. You you, uh, you have your own podcast where you often interview musicians called Creative Control. That's right. You two were on an episode of that show, and you're not musicians, so nope. that uh, kind of dispels that rumor. I, I tend to try to talk to whoever I'm interested in, but yes, primarily primarily musicians in the in the in the podcast feed, it is listed as a music podcast, but I like to have all sorts of people on. I saw, I looked up, now forgive me for doing this, but I looked up your Wikipedia entry for, for you, and it said that you often also have uh, athletes on Creative Control. Is yes, that true? That's Which true. athletes have you had on your podcast? I've had uh, Ben Johnson. Oh, oh, disgraced sprinter. Disgraced print sprinter Ben Johnson has been on the show for a long chat about what he's been up to of late. And then uh, most recently, I had Damon Stoudemire, former Toronto oh, Raptor, cool. Damon Stoudemire on the show. Yeah, um, those are the ones that come to mind immediately. I might be forgetting someone. Now, what was Ben John? What had he been up to? Ben Johnson at the time, it was the anniversary of the disgraced, the, the you know the oh, incident at, in right. Seoul uh, where he ran the race and and then he was found out for uh, being a cheater. Right? right. So yeah, he was on the show to talk about the anniversary of that race. I think at the time it must have been the twenty fifth anniversary or something. Mm. And so we had a, a long talk about that. It turns out, huge record collector has oh. many, many records. Really? Yeah, just collects uh, old singles and, and vinyl records. Is he into kind of like prog rock or mostly reggae? Emo- as oh, I recall. yeah, no, not into prog rock uh, per se. Now, why did you think that Ben Johnson, disgraced sprinter, would be into? Prog rock. I don't know. I think Crimson. of I think of you know drugs. He was he got banned from sports for he got you know he lost his gold medal for doing drugs. I thought who does drugs? People who like prog rock, uh, you, you know psychedelic a, music. A progressive person would be into uh, running uh, under the influence of anabolic steroids. That's yeah. what I think. I mean, I know James does steroids, and I you're do. a big you're a big you progger. I, yeah, that's absolutely true. You do uh, you do steroids, and yeah. then and then do you engage in the progging? Yeah, sure. While I'm pumping iron, I'll yeah put on uh, Genesis or whatever. He's always just, playing Yes. Also, it's right. just all yeah. the 
you know, complicated chord changes it makes you want to lift the weights faster, I find. And then what, what kind of side effects, have you, if any, have you experienced because of the steroids? Not really many. I mean, oh, my, come oh, on. Well, my, rage uh, issues, maybe some... Yeah, rage issues, skin, hair loss. I, yeah. uh, Look how red his skin is. Red skin, testicles have shrunk, uh, killed my sex drive, which is why I've been taking the Viagra. Um, huh. Skin problems, uh, not being able to sleep well, diarrhea, stomach issues, this seems, bad breath. What, what is the, it? What is the trade-off for you to experience such things? It doesn't well, make any sense to wh- me. Why don't I? Why don't you? Why don't I answer that question with a visual? Let me just take off my shirt. What? Oh my! God. Oh yuck! Look at that! What do you mean yuck? I never Look at all that water weight. I'm in the best shape of my life. My legs are very thin, but I'm in the best shape of my life in the upper oh, God. body. I can't even identify that color. What is going on? It's a ready, it's a ready orange. Hmm. And you're doing that thing, James, where you make your your two pec muscles almost like wink in in like yeah, a, a rhythmical that. way. Ah, it's, it's disgusting. It's, it's not gross. disgusting. Can you please put your shirt back on? And by okay. the way, somehow the smell has gotten worse. Please, please. There is an, an odor is the other yeah, side. Yeah, that's effect. obvious. You don't but have to cool. I, I have I have partied with Ben uh, Mulrooney. Oh uh, no, um, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, uh, well, obviously Ben Mulroney right, is a yes. buddy, but That's right. uh, imagine partying cool the same. Sorry to interrupt. Imagine partying the same night with Ben Johnson and Ben Mulroney. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, that is a lot of Ben. Frankly, that would Big be Ben. Big Ben. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I, I have uh, all sorts of people on the show, and like I say, when I say all sorts of people, that includes you two. Yes. Well, thank you. It was it was uh, interesting. It was an interesting experience being on your uh, the live recording of Creative Control. Yes, we did a live taping at the Transac, and we had a podcast panel to talk about uh, people who had successful podcasts, and also you guys. That, That's you true. That on the head. And now, I mean, you're not to some people they, that may sound insulting the way you phrase that, but. Literally, we were the least successful people on your podcast panel because uh, one of the guys had a very successful podcast about true crime that has millions of downloads. Minds of Murder. Minds of My Murder. My sister started minds downloading of, it. Minds of Madness. Sorry, Minds, minds of, of Ma- Madness. Sorry. Minds of Madness Apologies. is the name of that he, show. He yeah. had a very cool voice. Um, there was someone, uh, what was her name, Michelle? Parisi. Parisi, who had a, uh, she has a very successful CBC podcast. That's there right. was Katie Jensen, who produces... Many successful podcasts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Why isn't this a CBC podcast? What the hell, CBC? Sorry, carry on. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. There's probably an answer somewhere in <laughs> front of us. Probably very close to us. We'll uh, never know. Immediate proximity. I would say. But we were the least successful podcasters. We we were the only people on this podcast panel that didn't have sponsors. That's correct. That's uh, that came up. I remember. In fact, we lose money every time we release an episode. Uh, it's almost like, uh, well, the, the myth of Sisyphus of always pushing the boulder up the hill for it to, to fall back down. We don't even get the boulder up the hill. Right. We're, we're just stuck at the bottom of that hill with this boulder. But yet you persevere. And I think that's persevere. why, uh, your, your small, uh, narrow-minded fan base is really mm. into the work you're doing. Oh, I didn't mean to insult the people listening, by the way. No! I, I listen to the show quite regularly, so I, I count myself among... Uh, the people that uh, probably should find other things to do with their time. Sure. You know what? Stats are going up, too. Yeah, we're going and up. That's, that's because I have started taking a more active role. No offense, Mike. But like, you can just tell, like, the stats are going up, and I'm starting to really kind of brand myself as, like, James, this wild guy. Um, say He'll say anything. I try to say <laughs> one extremely offensive thing per episode. 
Uh, and it's, I think it's working. Have you considered limiting yourself to one objectionable thing in an episode instead of going for more than one? Mm. Um, I'm all about volume, so I don't know. I try to work in quite a few. Um, I've had, I, what was, I had opinion, an opinion uh, last episode on, uh, um... Uh, we were talking about euthanasia. Had, yeah, euthanasia, euthanasia. Recently, That's it, and yeah. I had a real strong take on that. that uh, you, yeah. you had a hard take on euthanasia. That yeah. Is- just that uh, I think, you know, I should be the one who decides who to do it on. Yeah, it wasn't very popular. And James was also making the case that, you know, uh, the right to die should be something that uh, that shouldn't be restricted by an age limit. So he was saying, like, you know, kids and teens should be able to yeah. fly to Switzerland if they want. And uh, well, Just, just to, to back up a, a step here, are you saying you should be in charge of all euthanasia? You should be, like, the prime minister of euthanasia? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I just sort of feel like let's go back to the old days where you just trusted a guy and you had some money and it was fine. And that's what I sort of feel like, you know, I could be that guy. A king, if I, you will. I couldn't disagree more with your attitude, James. Well, right? I have to go with Mike on this one. I I, I don't think uh, I've never heard old days and euthanasia used in the same sentence. By the way, it kind of yeah. everything about that seemed odd. I, I didn't. I don't. I don't know. I think yeah. you should reconsider. Well, I know your podcast is more of a left leaning thing. I'm coming at it for the right. You know, so that might be the the issue. Okay. With this divide. All right. Sure. That's fair. That might be fair. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um. But we that was really fun doing your doing the panel mm-hmm. on your podcast. We were the least successful. Now, Mike may not say this, but he was <clears throat> he was really upset that night. Oh, I'm sorry. He thought you were really uh, making fun of us. Oh, no, I wasn't. That was not my uh, well, intention totally. I don't want to get into this really, you know. Spill the beans, well, What is it, Mike? What's going on? All right, so at a certain point, so we were guests yeah. on your the live recording of your podcast, Creative Control. Yes. Um, and at a certain point, that's weird, because if you invite people into your home, you don't usually want to insult them, but that is exactly what happened to us. You invited us into your home, i.e. your podcast, and then at a certain point, you made fun of this show's theme song. and uh, we'll Which play- I agree with, and that is a good call. Let's play that audio right now just to refresh your memory. Yeah. You also, yeah. you guys have a theme song that I would describe as irritating. To <laughs> Mike the ear. wrote that. Mike to wrote that. To the ear, there's a keyboard sound that... I it's urge very, you all to go home and just crank the volume. Well, all you the like way. lo-fi? In, like, do you like uh, early guided by voices? Because I, I, I compare I it to that kind of thing. No, and, you know, a little tape hiss, a little off-key singing. Something about the keyboard that is very piercing to my brain when I have earbuds in. Right there, we go. You said it. It sounded bad, and the keyboard sound was terrible. And you I didn't. Did, I did say those things, and I, I apologize if you were offended. But it, it does come across. As needing a bit of work. It has a little bit of a shrill... I would describe it as though a tiny serial killer brandishing a knife has entered my ear canal and just started stabbing randomly. Well, that's rude for you to say. Because I wrote that... I think it was rude of you to make. Thank you. I I hate to take James aside on anything, frankly, Mm -hmm. but... I just feel like it needs something to bring, put it forward. This, by the way, is meant to... All of this, the having you on the show before, coming on your show now, I'm trying to help. That's my goal here. Well, you've certainly got a strange way of trying to help if, uh, if no, you insult us in public. It's <laughs> constructive criticism, and I, I just think, you know, you've got some words in the theme song, right? The, the words in the theme song are simply... Landlord and tenant repeated twice. Right. So what I was thinking is perhaps a vocal 
could help put the theme song across in a more favorable way. That's all. I'm just I had I had some ideas, I had a couple of ideas of ways you could go. And again, this is just strictly marketing speak right now. And and I and I, you know it's like a, I'm like a one person focus group for your show. Okay. And I just thought if you just to give it some flair. I mean, I'm a little uneasy to take ideas from anyone, but I. You know, I won't insult you when you're in our house, so let's we'll give the floor over okay. to you. All right. So, okay, I, I have a couple of ideas. This is right off the top of the dome. And this will be the, this will be interesting. Okay. So, so I, can you give me the beat? Is it possible to just give me the beat right now? Um, with my mouth, or no, no just the theme song. Theme I just song. want to sure. hear the theme song. Sure. Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. James and Michael, they don't get along. It probably doesn't help that this is their theme song. It really sucks. A dirty, dirty ass. If you heard it on the radio, you give it a pass. As for me, I'm really, really nice. I'm trying to give these fools some helpful advice. Now, I'm going to jet while I'm on a roll. But don't forget to listen to my podcast, Creative Control. Oh. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love that. Did you see what I did? Yeah, you you basically took some of our valuable airtime to... Advertise your show. No, 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 no. While I, putting us down. I think you're missing the point. I was just trying to give the show a little flavor, just a little flavor. Now right. I know I don't know what right. you know. I've offered. I my, love it. You okay, James? I, I, I've been wanting to take this show in more of a hip hop direction. That's sort of more my vibe. Mike is Mister. You know, I listen to classical FM guy. No, well, I love it. I'd love a hip hop intro. Frankly. I did. I did no. consider your. I can't figure out your demographic exactly. So I, that obviously skews a little young. Well, here's a tip. Yeah. Our number one fan is a big loser who works at Dairy Queen, and he just got arrested, and he's in Australia. Love you, Aaron. Eves, thank you for listening. But, like, our biggest fan is... A lot of troubled people listen now to us. Now, wait a minute. You say he's uh, arrested in Australia. Wasn't that uh, some somehow your fault? Well, debatable. Yes. He, yes, it was. He, okay. Yeah, sort of. Oh, James made a man who's, who's led a very sheltered... Innocent life. You made him uh, well, smuggle a briefcase full of ivory into Australia. He got yeah. arrested, and James won't lift a finger to help him. It's He's, a classic story. Yeah, really, that one. I, I will say thank you. We well, thank what did you think of that? Yeah, what well, did you think of that? I'm just curious because I I feel like Simon Cowell right now. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, I had like uh, I said, I had two angles. Okay. On the show, the other one, the other one, well, the, the other song idea, if I may. Well, can I can I just give you some feedback yes, on of this course, one first? Sure, sure. I will say thank you. Thank you. It's so nice to hear that um, idea of yours. And yeah. Yes, hip hop. The idea of hip hop and urban culture and stuff like that. Not sure that's really. Um, we want a popular show, and that's. I'm not sure how popular that kind of music is huh. in huh. the sort of greater culture out there. Um, you don't think hip hop is a popular musical form? I I listen to very little hip hop, so I'm just going by. You know, using myself as a barometer of um, what's popular, and I am not a hip hopper, and I I don't know if that's really. Something to sort of bet your money on. Okay. Hip-hop culture. It's true. It might be a, a 30, 40-year-old fad. I think that's fair to say. Uh, what if we tried a, a different approach to appeal to maybe your more elderly uh, audience? Oh, I love it. Uh, like something that I love it already. to more of a general audience? Is that something? Yeah, yeah. Regular people. Yeah. Uh, I think it would require a bit uh, of a different musical approach. So keep that in mind. Uh, if you like, I can share what I've come up with. Right now, and you can let me know what you think. Please, please do. Okay. Yeah, this is going to take a. I'm just going to have a sip of your tea. Oh, Thanks no for problem. The tea. Oh, we've got a tea drinker. Mm. <sighs> That's good tea. All right, let me mm-hmm. just give this a shot. And I, 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 keep in mind, 
I think you should hire a ringer for this, hmm? potentially. Or you could use me, but let, let's just let's just give it a All right. Okay. James and Michael, what is your problem? Each and every week, you come across like a couple of assholes. <clears throat> One of you is a loser. The other is kind of a douche. show. James and Michael, fuck off. I want to hear the children scream it. James and Michael, fuck off. Wow. Um... So, Aria, a speed wagon in the house. That was great. I'm thank, kind thank of... you very much. I, I again, this is just off the top of my head. Mm. I was just riffing on some mm. ideas. I don't know if uh, this is necessarily going to elevate the show beyond its meager standing now. But why not? Why not try something? To me, that version of a theme song didn't really do it for me. I didn't like it, um, mm. and I I sensed. That you were insulting us again uh, in that uh, what part of the theme song? Like an it almost makes me wish for the hip hop version. I can't believe I'm saying that. Huh. It almost makes me Mike, uh, miss that version. I thought you'd come across uh, quite favorable in that version. Yeah, Mike, fuck off isn't really an insult anymore. Like no, it's no. 2018, dude. How? Sorry, explain to me how f- f- James and Michael fuck off isn't an Let insult. Let me give you an example of this okay. myself. I have uh, two children, a six-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. And every night I say to my daughter as I put her to sleep, I say, Good night, sweetheart. Papa loves you. And she says, Fuck off. And I think that is endearing. And so I, I walk out of the room. Uh, now, there is... A, what is going on in Guelph? I don't know. That's a good question. A lot of us wonder... Now it's time for the Landlord and Tenant Podmess Hotline Bling, our listener line where you can call in and get whatever you want off your chest. Let's check in who called the hotline this week. Hey guys, how's it going? It's your number one fan, Aaron Eves, calling. I think maybe the last time you heard from me was shortly after I had signed up for the Landlord and Tenant Freedom Fund and tried to bring a briefcase that I didn't know was filled with uh, illegal ivory through Australian customs for James and got busted and thrown into an Australian prison. Um, so anyway, I tried calling you guys a few weeks back, but I guess you're pretty busy with the podcast and everything, so don't worry, I totally, totally understand why you didn't help me out. Uh, anyway, uh, since the last time, uh, when I left that message for you guys, quite a bit has actually changed in my life. Um, while I was sitting around in the Australian prison waiting for courts to work out my sentence for the whole ivory smuggling ordeal... Uh, There was a prison riot, and I was taken and used as a human shield by a New Zealand gang called the New Zealand Sons of Bitches, which is an experience that I would not recommend even for my worst enemy of all time. Uh, They escaped, and they bound and gagged me, and they took me with them to what I think is uh, rural New Zealand. Uh, I'm not entirely sure where I am. Um, but they're keeping me alive, which is really nice. Uh, but what isn't really nice is that uh, every now and then they make me snort this crazy uh, green gelatin that gets me really high. And I don't know why they're doing it, whether it's uh, some sort of personality control or whether it's to check to see if the this green goo is cut with poison. I, it's 
uh, maybe a street drug or something. I, I don't know, but um, I don't want you guys worrying about me uh, at any rate because I am not the only hostage they have here. There's, there's actually lots of us and we're from all over the world. And you better believe that I am singing the praises of the landlord and tenant pod mess to them. So if you see a little bump in listenership uh, coming from New Zealand, you're welcome. Um, now, you may be asking yourselves how I'm able to call you if I'm being held against my will by a pack of violent men. Well, I snuck into the leader's hut a few minutes ago after I heard the leader fart a few times, then walked to the washroom, and I found his satellite phone and called you guys up to see if there's anything you can do if it would be at all possible to contact Interpol on my behalf and see uh, if there's any help or anything that could be sent my way, because... Honestly, I don't know how much longer I can handle this sit- Oh no, um, someone's coming. I have to go. Um, but please- Sorry? Yep. Nope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I think I was sleepwalking or or something. Um, oh yeah, this, I guess- Is this your phone? I don't know, I was asleep. Is that-, is that Green goo? <laughs> thanks for calling, listeners, and thanks for listening to the Landlord and Tenant Podmas. Available wherever you get your podcasts, except for SoundCloud. Let's move on from all this talk of a new theme song, and let's talk about other music that is going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, summer and spring—they're they're sort of um, seasons. They're two of the seasons. Two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Let me summer finish. And spring. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's when the best albums and songs and singles are released. That's true. Um, and we wanted to ask you about some of the albums. Uh, you're most looking forward to as the temperatures start to rise. Sure. Uh, and I know I have some albums I'm looking oh, forward to Oh, let me hear. Let me hear about those. Well, um, so Sting and Shaggy, mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. collaboration, 44876. Uh, what do those numbers represent? So interesting. I did. Uh, I listened to an interview with Sting and Shaggy. Why? Um, because I'm a big fan of both of their work, and I love their uh, unique uh Sort of, I like to call it cruise ship reggae. Reggae that's not too uh, intense. Uh, the kind of thing that Ben Johnson probably wouldn't enjoy, but the kind of thing I enjoy. So 44876, that represents the two uh, calling codes for Jamaica and England. Oh. That's, so it's, yeah. It's a cultural that's, collision. Cultural that's, collision. I didn't yeah. know they had a song together. It's, they it's have out. an album together. Oh, they have an oh, album together. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they performed together yeah. at the uh, Grammy Awards, I believe it was. Yeah, oh, yeah. and these two, they're just two peas in a pod, and I can't get enough of the album 44876. Did you uh, did you like it, Vish? Because I know you probably get lots of records uh, in your mailbox every day. It's true. Uh, I, I have to say that uh, it, uh, it came my way, and then it uh, kept going. So to speak, it didn't. Uh, I wasn't able to land it in my player. It just it, it moved really? through. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to really. I saw the Grammys performance. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I thought that was yeah. um, a troubling moment in our cultural trajectory. Weird. That's how I would describe it. Yeah. Huh. That's too bad. Um. Well, uh, are you looking forward to any uh, new releases, James? I am, and I wanted to get your uh, sure. your thoughts on this as a, a music expert. 
Um, band I loved, band I still love, band that meant a lot to me, a band that really helped shape who I am as a guy. Um, Hoobastank has a new album coming out. Love the album title. May 25th. What's it called? It's coming out May 25th. Yeah, the album title, Push Pull. Oh! Which if you have ever had, you know, struggled with anything, it's like sometimes life, yeah, you feel like, am I pushing this door or pulling it? Ah! Anyway, you probably remember the reason. I found a new reason for me. That was a okay, very big hit. You're a lovely singer, James. I had no idea. Well, I mean, I, and yet I, Michael's doing the theme song. I, I feel How like that make sense? if we can revisit the theme song idea, if we do end up using one of the uh, versions of the song, mm. the songs that I've chosen for, you know, selected for you guys to maybe, you know, for your themes, maybe you could do the rendition Dude, of it. I'm in. Uh, I'm very good at rapping. I'm obviously good at singing, as you just heard yeah, there. Yeah, that was lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, um... So, have you had a chance to listen to Push Pull? And please, I have. I have not. Uh, I wasn't sure if. Uh, and you're a music reviewer. I am. Mm. Uh, yeah, but again, it's May twenty fifth. It's not quite out yet, and, oh. and sometimes you know it, it takes a while for a record like uh, Push Pull by uh, Hubastank to really get into my mind. So. <laughs> it must be hard to be a young person right now. I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes of a young person and trying to think of like, oh, I've got to study for my exams, but yet knowing that this new Hoobastank album is looming large, yeah. it must be hard to yeah. focus on, yeah. you know, geography and math and stuff like that. Absolutely. I think you could ask any player in the NBA that's in the playoffs still. I mean, with this looming, as you say, it must be mm. hard to concentrate on just getting one of the balls into, into that little net. Probably yeah. postpone any games on that night. Yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. Hoopastank, I think, is what... Uh, Hoopastank is what I was going for maybe there. I don't know. I didn't mean to, but Hoopastank. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's I a fun... I, I thought a little pun for your show would be Hoopastank. appropriate. Hoopastank. Maybe yeah. I'll pitch that to Air Farce. Yes, know, like a, that's, that's oh, a good idea. Yes. That's, that's where that should go. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So beyond Hoopastank and Sting and Shaggy, are there any albums that, um, that you are looking forward to in this spring-summer season? Well, I noticed on the same day as the... Uh, Hoobastank record, uh, Jonathan Davis is coming out with a record called Black Labyrinth. Oh, is, sick! From Corn. Yeah, I oh, believe it awesome. is a it's the soundtrack for wow. the uh, African uh, American uh, reinterpretation of the film Labyrinth. I assume that's what. Yeah, he, oh, he right. should be. Yeah. He seems like the bright person to to take that. Yeah, on. so I, I mean, I'm not to- totally familiar with all his work. Are you guys big Corn um, fans? Can't say I am. Uh, uh, if it's Corn on the Cob, yes, but not the band. Uh, I'll tell you that that's much. That's very clever. That's Thank good you. too. Yeah. Is does a bear shit in the woods? Yes, I love corn. And corn. is there is there corn in that? Oh uh, man, I knew that was coming. Yeah, is there corn in the? There shit is. In the woods? This yeah. bear shit is corny as hell. It's probably some salmon um, as well. Some salmon and some honey. Yeah, huh? Blueberries. Uh, James, show Vish your freak on a leash tattoo. Oh, I, I'm so sorry to make oh, him pull up oh his shirt. Yeah, no, no, no problem. It's on my I was back. Just here. getting used to this. Uh, Except the girl in the video and the bullet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Huh. Uh, I man, that band, that band, that band had some really good stuff, and I remember seeing Jonathan Davis on an episode of. There was kind of a goth version of Pawn Stars. Do you guys remember that show? Yes, of course. Yeah, Do you I remember remember it was, they really did have. Uh, I wish I remembered the name. We'll look it up. Okay. So wait, this, this Davis musician was on Pawn Stars. There was a goth version of like there was a there was a. So what are a they pawning? Pipes and fangs? Yes. Or what are they? There was a version of Pawn Stars where they were like, we sell oddities. Oh. And he was on it, and he has a huge collection of, like, old medical equipment. And stuff. Yes, I think I, I came across that. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, so that record sounds like it, it would be intriguing. Sure, certainly uh, uh, Jonathan Davison uh, with the Black Labyrinth. And then also, uh, the next week on June 1st, you know, we mentioned Hoobastank. 
uh, former lead singer of Hoobastank, Roger Daltrey, is back with As Long As I Have You. That right. Is, uh, so that should be interesting. I don't know what the acrimony between Roger and Hoobastank was or is, uh, whether they can reconcile at some point, but... Uh, that's uh, something I'm interested in as well. So Roger Daltrey, former uh, or current also lead singer for The Who, uh, a band that only has two surviving members. The Who. Um, because Keith Moon died of a drug overdose, I think, in the late 70s, and then John Entwistle died of a drug overdose in the late 90s. Um, I huh. think in a hotel room in Las Vegas. Where are you getting these facts from? Because what I have here in my notes, which I crafted myself, is Roger Daltrey Hoobastank. Hoobastank. Oh, I'm sorry. There must have been a... Is there some... Is he also in a band called The... What'd you say? The Who? The... Oh, now, imagine that. Imagine a band, like a super group called The Hoobastank. The Hoobastank. Pete Townsend, Townsend, Roger Daltrey, and the men in Hoobastank. Are there women in Hoobastank? I don't imagine so. Okay. There's not... But, um... Huh, okay. Well, anyway, that that seems intriguing. And then, otherwise, it's pretty slow summer. Uh, of course, Christina Aguilera coming out with a record called Liberation. I should point that out. Liberation. No, 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 Liberation. Sorry. Liberation. Liberation. Yeah. I see, I see, I see, yeah, I see. Liberation, and uh, that's pretty much it. There's nothing... Well, uh, can I ask you a question? Oh, I, yes, of I did... Uh, this, this was a, cu- a curiosity to me. Mm-hmm. I was looking at uh, sure. what's coming out, and Trent Reznor has got his Nine Inch Nails back together. And they're releasing an like album. In his tool shed or something? What are you referring to? He's there? well. He's the he's oh in his oh, that's right. Sorry, he's also named. He's a his rocker. Band yes, his... and he has an album coming out called Bad Witch. And I was reading about it, and something oh. sort of alarmed me. There's a song on this new album, and if there are little ones near the near the mm-hmm. stereo, please get them away. A song called Shit Mirror <sighs> on this new record. And just think about that image. James, how does it make you feel, the the idea of a shit mirror? It makes me feel like it's what I imagine you experience when you see your reflection. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Wow. Very, very funny. Wow. No, I love the, I love the idea of a shit mirror. I love that. I'm a punk guy. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I get what Nine Inch Nails is all about. I think that's cool. A shit mirror. Yeah. I, I don't like it. What, what is it about it that disturbs you so much, Mike? I mean, there's so much disturbing imagery in the world. Why have yeah. you homed in on a, on a shit mirror? Well, I'm just alarmed that Reznor is uh, putting this idea out there into the culture that... Because, you know, artists, the, uh, the old idea is that artists hold up a mirror to society. Now, if Reznor is saying that he's ho- holding up a shit mirror to society, uh-huh. how, that means everything is bad. Well, And also, uh, very unsanitary. You want to clean that mirror. Well, can I just throw out there... Does he mean shit mirror, like a mirror made out of shit? Or is he saying, like, oh, that's a shit mirror, man. That, that's but a shit mirror. He's not, he's not from, uh, well, he's from Cleveland. My, I, he's not from England. I, think he's, I actually think he's got a British accent. But, you know, like the mirror's giving a reflection wrong or something. Like, I looked in the mirror and it's uh, Kermit the Frog's looking back. That's a shit mirror, man. That is not a shit mirror. That's a wonderful mirror. I would oh, love are to are see Are you a big Kermit. Muppets fan? I'm a, a, the hugest Muppet fan in the building, and I know that is a fact. Uh, I've talked to all the other residents huh. of the building, and I am by far <clears throat> the biggest Muppet guy. So. How do you gauge uh, the the degrees of Muppet fandom? I had I a questionnaire. It was about a hundred questions long. Yeah, composed a questionnaire. Yeah, that is dedication. I, I can't even argue. You must be the biggest fan. Well, That's, thank you. It's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're wearing a green shirt, just like 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 uh, Miss like, oh, like a certain like a certain Kermit the Frog might oh, wear. Wow. Can that. you do a Can you do a Kermit? I can, I can do a bit of a Yoda. 
That's okay. James, can you do a Kermit? Kermit the Frog. Let's hear your Yoda. Let's hear your Yoda. I'm sorry. That was rude. That was rude. Uh, well, actually, to be honest, I, I feel like my... Don't you guys find that my normal, everyday voice sounds a bit like Kermit? Don't I sound a little uh, bit like Kermit generally? Oh, now, now that, now that oh, yeah. I've thought about it, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to close my eyes while you talk. Yeah, it's me. It's me, Kermit the Frog. Oh, I can see you riding that bicycle and singing. That's my voice. It ain't easy being green. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not going to do my Yoda. It's, it's fine. I mean... <laughs> now... You'll be fine without it. I can't. I, do you, can you give me something to say as Yoda? I don't know. What would Yoda say? In how about this? How, did you, how about you do a little ad like say, this is Yoda the Muppet and you're listening to the Landlord and Tenant Podcast. Okay, all right. Let me try that. Mmm. Listening to the Landlord and Tenant Podcast you are. Mmm. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Oh, thank you very much. I can already smell the cease and desist uh, email coming from Lucasfilm. Or... Well, you, you could use that if you can isolate that from your show. I don't know if you have tech know-how. I don't believe you do. But if you did, maybe you can isolate that and uh, use it as a promo because you don't have any sponsors. Right? Possibly. We don't have any any sponsors. Well well put. Yeah, but we sure. should get some. I like that. Uh, my understanding is, I hate to jump the gun, but is it not true that you are yourselves now engaging in a live show version of your podcast, the same way I have done on multiple occasions. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. we we saw what you were doing, and we saw the huge audience and the amount of, of money you made, and mm-hmm. we thought, well, why don't we do a live show? So on June twenty second, James and I are taking the stage at the Bad Dog Theater in mm-hmm. downtown Toronto mm-hmm. for our first ever live episode. That's and a, that's fantastic. It's going to be great. I mean, you know, in the kind of quid pro quo of podcasting, it would be nice uh, to get home and find an invitation in the mail. From you to appear on the show. Wow! Oh, throwing down. Uh, Is that presumptuous? I know I'm on the show now, but you know that was that, that my show that you were on was live. That's very exciting and energetic. Instead of being here in this turgid hellhole of an apartment. Well, how about this? How about, let's say this for the purposes of this episode right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are going to be a guest oh on our God, live show. This sh- is amazing. Our live I show. I cannot believe it. I hope for the I'm purposes right. of this live show, of course, we'll have to review uh, you know, how much time we have for the live show and get back to you in real life. I'm going to be honest. This is a rare opportunity for me to be on stage and kind of experience what it's like to see people look at you on stage and think like, ooh, sexy. So I'm really hoping for you know, sort of attractive single female Yes, to be I gather, honest. I gather also you're suggesting that the focus of that evening really should be you. Yeah. So having guests might be cluttering. And perhaps I could just show up to sing the new theme song. That's all oh. I'm saying. I mean, Oh, we'll have to think yeah, about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just putting that out there, too. Yeah. People like uh, seeing uh, people of color rap. Now, James want... Oh, what's that? Uh, I said... Uh, <laughs> I said... People like to see people of color rapping. That's all I was saying. See, I told you, I told you that, James. James well, just the other day was saying the exact opposite, but it's nice to have someone back me up. Well, hey, uh, this is just... This, I'm going to die on this hill. It's, people like... They don't like to see that. I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking of you dying. It's me. Like all right. right. I really, I, I, I... You know, I don't know exactly why I'm here. I just... It feels like I could be someone uh, who could serve as some kind of interventionist, right. and I, I just hope that you two can put all your acrimony behind you and, and make this show as great as possible, because together, the energy you have could make this one of the best podcasts in the world. I agree. I think we've got a special thing going here, and uh, we've got 
you know, we don't have a huge audience, but we have a dedicated and loyal audience. Oh, that's just going to grow with with each and every episode. And they're in Canada, they're in America, a little bit in the UK. We have one person in Indonesia downloading because I checked the stats, and we have 20 listeners in the Philippines. Wow, and that's true. That's amazing. Congratulations. Philippines, shout out to you. Uh, I think two people in Ireland also have downloaded this show. I feel so. like the fact that you know all of these stats off the top yes. of your head is slightly disturbing, Mike, and I think you got to move past that. Mike is classic beta male Mike nagging us. The stats are going up. They're good. Good. Great. Mike yeah, is, going up. as they should. This is Mike, yeah. oh, I'm as not worthy. Well, and then here's me. No, we are. Well, good. That's the right attitude, I have to say. Thank yeah. you. Um, just before we take uh, our break, sure. this, this has been going so well. It's our first annual uh, spring and summer music preview episode of the show, yeah, yeah. and I'm having a great time. Yeah. Now, I was uh, to go back to, uh, I was snooping around on your Wikipedia page. Oh, gosh. Okay. And I saw that, you know, you interview athletes, Ben Johnson, uh, David Sotomayor. Yeah. I also saw that you Alvin had... Stoico was not on uh, this podcast, but I've, wow. I've interviewed some key athletes who are past their prime. Elvis Stoiko. How about Kurt Browning? Have you ever had the courage to interview Kurt Browning, the figure skater? No, I'm not uh, the biggest uh, Kurt Browning fan. Oh, I'm sensing um, some sort of rivalry or... There's just some tension there that I can't get into, per se. But really? um, Particularly since I aligned myself with Elvis, I think... Uh, you're an Elvis that guy. Was the, that was the way I went. Well, Elvis you gotta be an Elvis He came guy. to Guelph and we... I actually took him skating around. I used to do a free skate when I worked at the University of Guelph at noon. You could just go skating, you know? Oh, wow. Like, I would just, for a little exercise, a little break from the, the mundane, and I would go for a little couple of laps. And the one day, Elvis was coming to town. I took him there, and we did our interview while skating. So can you imagine all oh, these wow. people? And some of them are, were figure skaters. They practiced their figure skating during the lunch hour. Wow. Suddenly, Elvis Stoiko is there. So I kind of I have a soft spot for that moment in time, and... And I've not seen him since. I have no idea. Oh, wow. Really wow. Well, yeah. it's funny you bring up... Oh, Elf. sorry. Yeah, I didn't well, mean to interrupt I wanted yeah. to ask you more about Kurt Browning. Because I, I, oh. how, how are you not a fan of Kurt Browning when you see him on TV or doing those ads where he's wearing those nice, beautiful uh, leather pants and he has a fedora and then he just he skates and takes off his hat and you see his beautiful bald head and he's like doing uh, sexy poses and stuff. That doesn't uh, intrigue you. That doesn't... It's weird. Like I've heard of rhetorical questions, but I've, I've very rarely come across a, a question where the answer is present within the question. You know what I mean? That those are precisely the reasons why I am not enamored of one Kurt Brown. See, a bald man. <laughs> so a bald man in leather pants, uh, being sexy doesn't uh, doesn't do it for you. Well, very strange. I mean, the other side of it, I have to say, and I don't want to make this all about race, but you have a, a white man with Browning. As their name, as a, right. someone who was raised East Indian and is trying to get away from it, but still, you know, I'm not a self-hating uh, East Indian, but I, you know, that whole. But Browning, you hate him. You hate well, him. Well, I, I just think he that is cultural appropriation. Kurt Browning. I right. mean, come on, that's not fair. My family uh, emigrated from India in the 70s, and they earned their brownness. You know, they earned right. it. Whereas this guy... You see this, this schmuck on the ice? It's, it's practically brown face, if, right. if I might say. And I, I, don't, uh, I won't condone it. Fair enough. I hope that is fair. I think that's a fair perspective to have on Kurt Browning. Okay? What should he change his name to if you had your druthers? Uh, well, that is not my place to say. But I mean, I think the, the answer is obvious. It's, it's right there. Kurt, Kurt Mayonnaise. Well, I wasn't... That's... Hmm. Kurt Mayonnaise. Kurt Mayonnaise. That, that, that's more of a condiment at the end. I was oh. I was just suggesting perhaps... Kurt Whiteman Kurt or something. Kurt Whiteman or oh. White Whiting or, or 
Kurt uh, uh, Spandex. Just something different. Kurt something Spandex. Maybe, maybe we should change both our last names to Whiteman. <laughs> Mike, oh, Mike yes. Whiteman and James Whiteman. Well, yeah. I think that would both be... The Whiteman. Yeah, that would be so. that would be an idea. But uh, yeah, th- that is my stance. I, I hope. All right. I, it's not a popular stance, but it's just the way yeah. I feel about Kurt Browning. I have to say. I mean, especially for our female listeners, I know that most of them are just gaga for Kurt Browning and everything. They follow him, just uh, like fanatics. You know, again, but, you, you've you've cited a stat here that I think would be impossible to gauge. How would you possibly know that your female listeners questionnaire? Are Oh, the questionnaire, of course. You so in any any situation where you need to derive data, you just create a random questionnaire. Yes, that's that, I guess that's, that's logical. The yeah. Muppet one and the Kurt Browning one. Yeah, that's good. The Muppet one and the okay, good, good. Well, anyway, that's my stance, and I, I hope that answers your question, Mike. I hope it, it does. does. It yeah. does very nicely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, well, why don't we take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our final segment. Welcome back to the pod mess. Uh, we're here with Vish Khanna. Thank you so much for joining us today. This has been so fun. Oh, it's been a an absolute pleasure, oh, I might say. I, I actually enjoyed myself because I feel like I've come here and uh, maybe some good has been done for the show. Oh, I agree. Anything that can uh, get through to Mike about the theme song, I'm I'm on board with. Well, less less did this seem like just an attack on Mike. I mean, James, mm-hmm. I hope you've taken some of the things I've said to heart as well because you know yes yeah the Jonathan Davis album is coming out and that's awesome uh sure okay it's like talking to a wall yeah it is (laughs) we're talking to a shit mirror (laughs) nine inch nails I would love to have Trent Reznor on this podcast Trent if you're listening please get in touch so, uh, in our last segment, we do a little game. These oh. often go viral. Um, do you like games? Do they play games in Guelph? <laughs> yes, do they have? They do play games in Guelph. What an odd question. What an odd yeah. question to ask. Who doesn't play games? What? What? I don't know how Sagers Guelph is a child, play. probably. Right. No, I played so many games, yeah, you'd we be play, scared. We, we play games, sure. Well, great, because this is the time of the show where we play a game to sort of ease, uh, to sort of cool down after a fun podcast. Okay. So this game this week uh, is called... uh, So it's based on a news story. Because recently at the the most recent Junos, I never thought I'd live to see the day. But the Bare Naked Ladies reunited with all of them, including Stephen Page, for a tremendous performance. And that got everyone wondering... Are they reuniting for good? Mm-hmm. And I know I was excited to see that. And so we're going to play a game called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Presents. If I could choose one Canadian band to reform, it would be this band. Get it? So we're going to go around the triangle and uh, we're each going to pick our dream band to reform. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Why did Stephen Page end up leaving the Bare Naked Ladies? Does anyone remember? I think um, he had a certain appetite for a certain, uh, well, it's not food exactly, but uh, a certain uh, nutrient that uh, the others didn't quite, uh, uh, they weren't comfortable with. Oh, wait a minute. Are you talking about vitamin C? He had an addiction problem to cocaine. Oh, I didn't think you were going to just spell it out so bluntly. But yeah, oh, okay, that's sad. It's very sad. And then he left the, he left the... 
He was asked to leave the band. Well, you know, rock bands, they don't like it. Um, it's not good for a rock band's image if one member gets uh, in the news for drugs, because it makes them seem less cool, right? Yeah, that's so, true. That's so, true. That is the age-old method right. of dealing with such a thing. That's what Guns N' Roses always used to do. They would yeah. just jettison members who were yeah. caught doing cocaine. Keep it clean. Yes. Anyway, so that was exciting for you that they were back together. And Was he clean? He was... I mean, I didn't, te- I didn't test uh, yeah, no, his you, urine, okay, or yeah, yeah, did yeah. you, James? <laughs> no, I saw a picture of him on the internet today, though, and he didn't look clean from a bathing point of view, not oh, to be mean. I, I like him. I he think seems like a very nice guy. I'm sure he's nice. I met him once. I just meant he had messy hair. Very kind, and, and it's great. I, I hope I wish him nothing but the best, and if, if they are in back, fact back together, that's, is that's he, great for music. Is Wonderful. he a nice guy? He was very nice. I met him in a lineup at a gas station rest stop. Ooh. You know, in my business, you would think I would mm. run across your Stephen Pages all over the place, yeah. but I happen to just be on my way uh, mm. out uh, east on the 401, and somewhere near Kingston, I go to the we stop at a place, you know, with the, the restaurants, and he's just waiting in line with his family, and he was perfectly nice. I just said a few words to him. Well, I apologize wow. for my attack on him. I just saw a bad Getty image. Now, imagine if he's paying for uh, some gas and maybe, uh, you know, a bottle of Coke and the the person Poor at the gas station. Words, but yes, yeah. Well, a bottle of Pepsi. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, good. sure. And, and the, the cashier goes, here's your change, and he goes, thank you very much. <clears throat> he almost has a Kermit voice, right? But what is that a line from the song? It's not. I was trying to improvise using the voice of Stephen Oh, I'm sorry. Page. Okay. Let's not. move on oh, okay. and, and forget that. Yeah, the game. Let's get back on the same page. <laughs> oh, oh, turn the page, yeah, Stephen Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, shall I go first? Yes. All right. Uh, a Canadian band I'd love to see reunite. I was thinking Finger Eleven because they had a few bangers that were very important to me at a formative age. They were kind of our eagles. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. They were our eagles. I would agree. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have um, to check them out because I'm not familiar. The Rainbow like Butt Monkeys is the name again. and that is a What a striking name. What, it's a legitimate name. I don't know what where that comes from. Uh, yeah, me neither. Maybe fantasy novel. You know, uh, a lot of those metal groups use Tolkien as an influence. That's true. So. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but I so I was going to say them, but then I ended up siding with uh, Swollen Members. Um, oh, right. Great Swollen group. Members. Mocha only. Uh, that... Dude with the blonde hair who wore vests. Um, they were all buff. They oh, I like that of, look. Yeah, they, yeah. He, the blonde guy would wear a hat and a vest with no shirt under. Mad Child, his name. Oh man, yes, yeah, Mad, Mad Child. Child. Do you know him? No. Oh, thank God. So we can. Yeah, we can uh, <laughs> talk. Say whatever we can we say whatever we want. Yeah, uh, yeah they Mad were cool. Child. They had, they were buff. They looked they looked like me. I felt like I identified with them. They hmm. uh, had a lot of you know, sexy things going on in their videos. Google uh, Swollen Members if you don't remember them. What was I their big I one? don't think Googling Swollen Members is oh, actually yeah. a construction <laughs> I would have passed along. And also before. funny name, too. You think of a penis. I well, it makes... Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's mm. very clever. But. Also reminds me of your uh, addiction to Viagra. Oh, yeah, James. that's true. Yeah. That's true. What yeah. if the Rainbow Butt Monkeys and Swollen Members went on tour? Man, the censors would have a oh my God. Oh. One, right? There'd be protests. Look out, Tipper Gore. Yeah, yeah, be yeah very absolutely. Upset. Yeah, that yeah. whole tour would have a parental advisory sticker all over it. That would be the stage banner. You know, That'd be cool. That, yeah, oh it would my be it would goodness. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go next. Um, so the band from Canada, my country, um, that I would most love to see reform. Now, I'm going to bend the rules here slightly. It's not a band. But I would love to see her back up there on that stage again. I'm going to say Rita McNeil. 
Oh, well, that's, that's not a band. I just said it's not a band. First of all, that's not a, it's not a band. She would have a band if she were to perform. She yes, do she it by never. Herself. Yes, never a cappella. But I mean, she has um, she has passed on. So oh, has she? Yes. Oh. There's a reason that the, oh. the tour circuit for some time now. Okay, I just thought she was doing like a Kate Bush style thing of staying out of the public eye. Oh, oh my goodness. No, no. Oh, um, Mike. Let me pick someone else then sure, sure. who I would love someone to. Maybe someone more likely to. to, to oh, dear. Get back uh, Stompin' Tom Connors, the bard from out east, singing about Canadian issues and Canadian characters. He's Canada's Bob Dylan. And uh, Mick Jagger rolled all into one. Dead as the Dickens. He's dead too. What? Stumpin' Thomas yeah. actually he passed away as well, unfortunately, yeah. How? He was the he was the fittest man I've ever seen. He was fit. I saw him perform live once and he uh, he grabbed a, the university students at the bar, had brought along a giant they'd constructed a board for him. To stomp on. Yeah, and he brought he took it himself, you know, like a yeah. slight man, but he just grabbed this giant board. Put it on the ground, stomp the hell out of the thing. It was amazing. Wow, my lord! But well, now he's now he's stomping the big board in heaven. Yeah, or hell? No, no, no. I, Do you think he went to hell? I don't think Stompin' Tom went to hell. That would be he a was a smoker. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that changes things. That's true. He probably did go there. Anyway, I screwed up the game, and uh, I'll just pass it over to you, Vish. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Um, well, I think. Uh, the band I would most like to see get together and reform is uh, Rain Maida and Chantel Kraviasic. Oh. Those two have some heat, personally. Yes. And I believe they would uh, get together and perform some music together. And uh, my understanding is it was very good. I'm, I'm trying to qualify everything I'm saying here by saying I don't actually know... If this is something that I would find desirable aesthetically, okay. but the notion that a, I would—they're both hot. Okay, well that is besides the point. You Weird. Mean, sorry, do you I mean, mean as songwriters? Them, I meant watching Physically, them do it. Yeah. Oh, watching them have. No, 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 no. Well, they're married. Yes, they are, are they married. not married? They are yes. married, and, and all I'm saying is yeah. they had a very fruitful yes. uh, professional life and personal life. To see that happen again. Again, I didn't see it in the first place, but I imagine for some people, seeing that happen again right. would be uh, just dynamite. So I, I would propose that uh, that happen sometime soon. Not unlike I'm sure Rain proposed to Chantel. I don't know. I just kind of. Do you think Rain Maida of Our Lady Peace, when he proposed to Chantel, he sang his proposal in that lovely, distinct voice of his? Will you marry me? I can't quite do yeah. it properly. Yeah, yeah. Will you marry me? Yeah, and she, of course, would have had no choice but to say yes. He, was he ripping off Billy Corgan a bit? Uh, oh, wa- wash your mouth out with soap. I don't think so. No, not certainly not Billy. Who would do such a thing? Not oh, Ray. Fair enough. So I just think that would be a, a union that the Canadian music industry would be very psyched about. I would. I think they could sell out um, stadiums coast to coast if they did that. Yeah. And I would certainly buy a ticket. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, maybe Simon and Garfunkel? Hmm. I didn't know they were Canadian. Oh, is that part of the thing? Uh, yeah. Unless uh, Brooklyn, New York is somehow now part of Canada, I don't think they qualify. Pretty soon. <laughs> Pretty soon, I'm sure it will be. Okay, nice sorry. I take that yeah. back. I take yeah, that back. Yeah, no, they're both, they're both American. But you can see I have a thing for duos. Duos, I, just, yes. I like people who once were working together and, you know, severed and then they come back together. Would mm. you say, now this is interesting. Okay. A Canadian duo. I'm thinking of Burton Cummings and Randy Bachman. Yes. Of the Guess Who. Do you think they are Canada's... Simon and Garfunkel. 
No, I don't. Interesting. I don't think that. Is that something you think? Yes. You think that... Now that I've thought about it, I do believe huh. that very strongly. Hmm. Yes. Huh. And what, what, what gives you that? I mean, it wasn't the same kind of music, per se. Simon and Garfunkel mostly no, pretty folk, uh, but... folk rock-oriented. And Simon, or rather, uh, Bachman and, and Cummings were more of a hard rock and bar rock kind of thing. I guess I, I, guess I would just say that I guess Burton Cummings, to me, is like Hannah's Paul Simon, because he's assertive and he writes the songs, and Bachman is kind of more of a timid fellow... I don't think that reminds me of Art Garfunkel with his nice, beautiful hair. And I don't think that's true. I mean, I, I know that Randy Bachman has a show where he just often plays his own music and noodles around on a guitar. It's very right. the opposite of an understated Garfunkel-esque right. kind of demeanor. He's uh, well, he's his own kind of man. I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. Okay, sure. I'm, that I'm, uh, anyway, that is just where I would like to see Canadian music going: is these kinds of reunions that we've mm. been discussing. Of course, minus. Simon and Garfunkel, not applicable in this case. Of course, of course. Well, and that's the game. How about that, folks? Oh. Like, uh, play play at home if you want. Play with your friends, uh, your parents. Play with people from all kinds of backgrounds and ages mm. and uh, different genders. I think it's a wonderful way to get to know people. Races? Races as well, sure. yes. Um, well, so that's the end of the show. Uh, Vish, thank you so much for joining us. You have a you have your podcast Creative Control. That's Both right. start with a K. That's correct. That's right. Creative searching for the it. double K. Is yeah, that is that how you advertise? I've never it? done that, mm. and uh, it has you have to be careful because my last name is also with a K, so you don't want the triple K. You have to be really careful. Oh, no. yeah, be really careful. Yeah, don't, don't even no. say it. You can't even Sorry? say it. Sorry? Please don't even say it. Don't yeah, say it's it. a problem. But but no, yeah, that's the show. And thank yeah. you for plugging the show. It's uh, yeah. plugging along nicely, uh, almost at, uh, as we're speaking, almost at 400 episodes. And Damn, it's, wow. It's fun to do, and uh, I appreciate everyone who listens to it. And, uh, you know, I'm also open to constructive criticism from, from your fan base. Oh, I'd love to write a new theme song for your yeah, that would goddamn be, show. That would, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Just calm down. Your love to. Your, your face has become pitch, pitch red somehow. And that's fine with me. Okay. All right. Maybe go to the doctor. I don't know. It seemed like a rush of blood to your head there. Anyway, yeah, that's the show. That's the creative control. Thank you. Wonderful. So, listeners, uh, get downloading. Um, and that's it. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And thanks for listening, everybody.